And we're recording. Recording what? We're back. Our spoiler alert. Oh, yes. We have a spoiler alert that we have to record. Uh, we talk about all the fandoms, including Game of Thrones, Star... I'm surprised we didn't talk about Lord of the Rings. We didn't talk about Lord of the Rings at all. Well, it's it's a perfect trilogy. Or, uh, both of them are trilogies, so perfect yeah. pretty much. Um, anyway, uh, spoiler alert for... Um, Star Wars, Game of Thrones. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Disney. Um, Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, Kind of. Um, just a spoiler alert. Just know if, if, if we mention something, we're probably going to talk about it as we've seen it all the way through, and we most likely yes. have um, we talk some about Star Wars books. Fandoms and stuff. Yeah, books. So, um, just be aware. TV that, series and yeah, stuff. Some of them are going to be a little bit spoilery. Some of them aren't. So, just be aware when you enter this episode yes you are being warned now yes all right well okay well yeah that's that bye bye and we're back (laughs) after a two-week hiatus which we thought was just going to be a one-week hiatus for easter we are back yeah i i don't know what happened last week we just kind of things yeah Well, what, what did we do last week? My days off. We did. The, we painted the thing, the green thing. Now you only had one day off because of yeah, I only had one day off because of Easter. Mm-hmm. So on my one day off, which wasn't Wednesday, we uh, we painted the thing. We painted the thing. Yeah, it's a. It's you a. Just go that way. Yeah, it's an official bar cart. It's officially a bar cart, but we use it as our like extra cabinet space and countertop space in the kitchen yeah it's basically just like a longer giant cabinet that has like a flip top for extra cooking space uh, countertop countertop space for cooking like folds out in the middle it's kind of cool yes it is we got it actually we actually got it at a restore for like 30 bucks yeah which is the cool thing Mm -hmm. so thrifting do it it's yes. cheap, and you can find some pretty great stuff. And cheap paint went a long way. It really did. Now we got to The guy it. at the, the at Home Depot was like, you know you have to prime it twice before you put the, the paint on. And I'm like, yes, I can read the sign that's right in front of me that says that this paint requires two coats of primer before you put it on. Apparently I'm illiterate. Oh, every retail employee thinks you are. Well... I mean, working in the meat department, you'd think people would be able to read. I guess I was a female in the, uh, you know, hardware store, so that's already a... Well, she's dumb, doesn't know what she's doing. Well, in, in the in the meat department, we'll, we'll ask people, we'll say, they'll, they'll walk up to the counter that has, I don't know, I don't know what we carry, maybe ten types of steaks and two types of roasts. Mm-hmm. Let me get that steak right there. Uh, which one, sir? The steak, right here. Yes, I, I. there are ten different types of steaks here. I can't see where you're pointing. What do you want? And he's like, this steak. I'm like, dude, I can't... Goal. I can't see where you're at. I can't see where you're pointing. Aren't there, like, little sign labels yes. of... And then, they'll, and then they'll say, uh, the Black Angus one. I'm like, sir, all of them are Black Angus. And it'll be like, the Black Angus Choice USDA Prime Cut, um... Chuck eye steak. I'm like, okay, you want the Chuck eye steak, the one we barely ever put in there. Yeah, that one. We'll put that one in. What's the difference between the Chuck eye and the ribeye? We cut the Chuck eye from the Chuck that on the end that touches the ribeye, so it's got most of the flavor of the ribeye, all the tenderness of the Chuck, and it's just a good piece of meat. And you gotta explain it all in it. So if you just assume that everybody needs everything laid out for them. And you, your job gets easier. And then the one person that knows what they're talking about is like, oh, what the heck? So, it's worth it. Well, now well, I've ranted for well, two Well, that's minutes. the thing, though. Like, they have signs literally right in front of them. And all they had to say was, I want the Chuck Eye steak. That's the thing. Because we clearly, literally, We literally are taught, assume people can't read. Assume that. Well, this was a big-ass sign right in front of me at the paint, like... The cuss words the are coming out paint. of me. I was, I was ticked off because I'm like, 
do you honestly think I'm stupid and can't read the sign that's right in front of me? Actually, it was, it was twice. Yes. There was a there was a, a plastic like barrier because COVID. Because COVID, we can't. There was not a spittle there was a place. plastic barrier that had the uh, sign for the different paints on that, and then there was one on the counter. So there was two spots where I could read this information. And yet, oh, I even pointed on the sign which paint I wanted. You're giving retail <laughs> customers too much credit here. You really are. Retail customers get too much credit because they're really, really dumb. I think people are just... No hurry. offense to anybody who's a retail customer like everybody in this world. No, we just assume everyone's stupid. Um, until you prove us otherwise. So if you start talking about, like, how you know stuff, we'll start using better terminology and, and getting exactly what you want. And, you know, if you ask for stuff, don't ever ask for, like, Rachel Ray stuff. For, like, can I get meaty bacon? Don't do that. We don't we don't differentiate. We don't get Go to a butcher shop if you want meaty bacon. Don't go to a grocery store. Anyway. But we just assume everyone's stupid and it just makes our lives easier. I mean... It's also fun to egg people on, too. <laughs> Like, I, I, I know most of the time what you're talking about. I guess. Is school in session today? I didn't think school was in session anymore. Yeah, they're starting to go back, like, a few times a week, like, in person. Wow. Shout out to anybody who goes to Batavia High School. Turns out you guys are 3-0 and based on the cups you have in the, sign, in the fence over here. So anybody who goes to Batavia High School, shout out to you. Anybody who listens to this at Matavia High School, pay attention to your teacher. Or don't. Oh, never mind. You're three and one. Oh, dang. <laughs> Who's well, next? You spoke too soon. Oops. Anyway. Oh, tennis ball. We are not going to talk about really anything serious today. Yes. Because we kind of want to have a fun day. So we're going to talk about fandoms. <laughs> yeah, we had we had a kind of a rough day, rough night, at least yesterday. I had a rough, I had a very very rough rough day on the internet yesterday. Yeah, people uh, were were saying how her comments were bullying people, but they were literally bullying her off the platform. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna quickly explain what's happening. So basically, because everything is becoming political now. Um, what happened was yesterday there was this post going around um, and it was saying that Bookstagrammers, which is the official name for people who use, who have book accounts on Instagram. So Bookstagrammers, they need to use their platform to speak up against social injustices and to um, help stop spread like negativity and like politics and stuff. And in the last slide of this person's post, it said that your silence is violence. So that was assuming that every other bookstagrammer who chooses not to include politics in their platform, they're being violent. And so I said something about that because I, myself and a lot of my friends on that platform and in, in that book community don't want to address politics because our book our bookstagrams are there for us to escape all of that if we choose not to use it to speak up against social injustice then we won't that's our choice and there's a bunch of contradictions because people were saying well it's your plat it's her platform she can use it however she wants to and I'm like well, right. So it's also my platform, and I can choose to use my platform how I choose. But it only goes one way with them, and it's really frustrating. And I was calling them out on it. I was being respectful, and I wasn't. No, I wasn't saying anything rude or mean. And Peter's got to pause it for a second. Yeah, we're gonna order done. Okay, we're back. We so, I, I was basically just saying that uh, Bookstagram was having issues yesterday, and they were bullying, and 
it was just not a good space to be in yesterday and I was not a fan <clears throat> correct so it was just a sad day yesterday so we're gonna talk about some fandoms today yep. like we said on our last podcast we said we were gonna talk about history and the taking down of history but imagine if those bookstagrammers found this podcast and were like oh my goodness she leans conservative <gasps> I mean they probably already figured that based off the Donald Trump comment that someone made yeah Stop listening to Donald Trump. It's like, actually, we're fans of Candace Owens right now. Actually, I, I'm a DeSantis. They probably also figured guy. that I was conservative based off the fact that I said that black people aren't oppressed. <laughs> In yeah. fact, they're the opposite. See, that's the thing. People, some some groups are oppressed in some ways, and some groups are oppressed in other ways, and some groups are privileged in some ways, and some groups are privileged in other ways. Like affirmative action. Is literally don't take white people or Asians or even Asians. Asians. This chick was a, said she was a brown Muslim. Yet Alex, what? What does your? Where does your family come from? Syria. So you're a what? Brown Christian. Oh, but you're a Christian, so she's a little bit on the on the, inter- <coughs> on the intersectional map. She's just a little bit more privileged. More well, more oppressed. Oppressed. Sorry. So she gets to be more privileged. Actually, if I were to go to Syria, I'd be more oppressed yes. than she would because as a Christian Syrian, well, part Syrian, because my mom's not Syrian, but as a Christian part Syrian, I would be more oppressed than she is as a brown Muslim. Yes. Because. Actually, you guys would be oppressed pretty closely because you're both women. Well, yeah. That's how far behind they are. Anyway, I, there was one time, fun fact real quick, I was in Israel, and we were standing at the Israel-Syria border. I mean, not too close, but we were high up on a mountain, <clears throat> and you could literally just, you could hear the gunshots. You could hear the Syrian civil war going on, and it was it was horrifying, but we were just standing up on Israel, the peaceful, the peaceful nation of Israel, the only democracy slash republic in in Israel. I guess it's more of a democracy than a republic because it's a yeah. parliamentary system. But anyway, still, Israel, peaceful. Syria, not. Yet, people support the uh, non-peaceful people. Well, and the thing or is... is wrong, except for the Second World War. The thing is, she... <laughs> this one person, she was like, on it about all these black people, the, the black race, these black communities, black groups, whatever, black people. She was all about black people. And then as soon as I brought up, I was like, okay, so you only care about the black race. She was like, no, 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 I care about all, like, races. I care about humanity. And I'm like, well, clearly not, because you were assuming that I'm white because I said that I wasn't black. So because I'm not white, are you, are you oppressing me right now because I'm not white? And then she just turned it around on me. And I'm like, okay. <clears throat> yeah, it was It was basically she bullied, 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 bullied. And then all of a sudden when Alex was like, well, you're kind of bullying me. She was like, oh, why would you bully me like this? It was basically that. And it was just, it was horrendous. And now they're, and then, they're bigger creators. They're uh, bookstagrammers talking about, I mean, not a lot bigger, but they're they bigger. They have a bigger following. But and they're sitting here like, don't follow this person. This person's evil. This person's racist. This person's terrible. Don't don't ever, you know. Yeah, both the person that I was having a conversation with in the comments and the person who created the post, they both, in their stories, tagged me and said not to follow me because I'm racist and because I am racist. <laughs> they basically were calling me racist in their posts and... It was not a fun day, and I think that was the first time that I've ever really been, like, put on blast like that on the internet. And, like, we ha- we, uh, we both had, like, a few mutual friends, but not many. And, like, funny enough, they were like, I hope you lose followers because of this. And I'm like, I actually just gained, like, ten followers because of this. People don't get it. No. People don't get it. And I'm like, they're actually giving me more, like, I don't know. I don't know 
word is for it. They're putting my username out there. Yeah. So, like, more people will, like, go check out my profile. And they can obviously see for themselves whether... Oh, yeah. So, the main reason why this whole thing was going on was because, apparently, bookstagrammers can't post pretty book pictures. And that's, that's essentially the whole purpose of Bookstagram is to post pretty book pictures. And they were getting upset because you can't do that now. So, okay. Yeah. My rant over. Well, now that we've spent 14, 15 minutes talking about this, we can, even with the, with the dunks break in between. It was a bad day. Yes. We can now transition from a bad day to fandoms and our favorite fandoms are fandoms that we think are <clears throat> overrated underrated and all of the above so we'll start this one first alex what is your favorite fandom my favorite fandom is harry potter oh you transphobe stop i know i'm like it's my it's super con- controversial right now um, yes. You turf. Harry Potter. Um. How dare you believe that, that men becoming women and women winning Woman of the Year is taking anything, anything away from women. Okay, so, politics Sorry. aside. <laughs> yes, it's Harry Potter. Um, mostly because I grew up reading the books. I very much remember, like, being in second grade or whatever and reading the books at night I would read them to my mom because like my mom we would like read before bed when I was younger because apparently she wanted a smart child (laughs) Um, (laughs) anyway but I I remember reading them to her when I was really young and then we saw all the films in theater and I don't know that fandom's just been a part of my life at all times pretty much I'm gonna pass this Honda um but that is my favorite fandom and my most influential fandom alright 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 all right. and how about you what about What's your favorite fandom? Star Wars. Star Wars is my favorite fandom. I, um... I'm a big fan of the movies. Grew up watching them. Watched the first three. I Obviously, the first three being four, five, and six. The best three. Um... But I think the first one... I think I... I, I, said th- I think the first one I ever saw was episode one. I think we went and saw that in theaters because my dad and my mom were so excited about it. Because they had watched Star Wars growing up, so I watched one with them in theater, and then we watched four, five, and six. And ever since then, I would say my favorite character still continues to be uh, Qui Gon Jinn. Um, but you know, moving past that, I love the first three. I actually am a big fan of the prequels. I know people aren't. I know people hate them. Uh, Revenge of the Sith is obviously the best prequel, but I don't mind. Episode one, I think, boy, Anakin is annoying. <clears throat> I I can agree. With I that. think I think Jar Jar is too talkative. I love Jar Jar. <laughs> I think he's a really goofy character, but well, that's the point. I think I love Jar Jar simply because he adds that like um, ridiculousness to the story, and it's it's just really funny. Is that where those have been this entire time? Yes. Oh, jeez. I saw my sunglasses. Um, so, yes, I am a big fan of the prequels. But, I'll say this as well. I really hate Episode 7 and Episode 8. And Episode 9, there's about three quarters of the movie is terrible. And the rest of it's okay. Yeah, um, I just the last The last word of the movie is the worst part of the whole movie. It makes me have a bad taste in my mouth going into what I assume is just going to be episode 10. But. Yeah. Yeah. I just watched all of them. Essentially for the first. Because, like, 
I watched them when I was in high school, but it was with my high school boyfriend, and you know, I wasn't really paying attention to the movies, and so essentially this was my first time. Okay, it wasn't. <laughs> we weren't doing that, but um, this was essentially my first time, like, fully watching the movies, and there was just like we watched them what within span of like a week with us working um no we got we got episode one two three four and five that took us oh, a yeah. while but then but then once we got through five i was just like well i gotta watch six and he's like well i gotta watch seven eight and nine yeah well we watched the first like what four before we moved yeah and then we, and started, then we moved yeah then we started um <clears throat> episode five got about halfway through it yeah alex got very tired <laughs> um, I mean, it's fine. You get tired. Yeah. And then we finished episode five. And episode five, ending, ending episode five was so cool that we needed to watch episode six. Right afterwards. Well, Han then, Solo came into play and, you know. Well, yes. Harrison Ford. Oh, I love Harrison Ford. See, I, I, my first. Oh, by the way, there are going to be a bunch of spoilers in this if you've never watched any of the movies. Yeah, we'll put a spoiler alert in the in the beginning. Yeah, but just so you guys can know. But my first interaction with Harrison Ford was through Indiana Jones, Which and those totally movies fair. are fantastic. Which the only reason he, the only reason he plays Indiana Jones is because everyone loved him from playing Han Solo. Fun fact. I mean, did you know? Lucasfilm did mm-hmm. Indiana Jones mm-hmm. so yeah cause so good oh, why is it? what are you doing <laughs> but yeah and uh, I know that like a lot of people are like Harry Potter like stole the plot from Star Wars <laughs> and it's like I, I say that all the time you say that all the time it's not, it's not a common thing for people to say because no. people do say it. I think it was Daniel Tosh who had the, com- had the comedy episode that was just like, you know, Harry Potter's just rip off of Star Wars. Now, it's it's the same story that's been retold and retold and retold, and it's it's a good story. That's why it keeps getting retold. I so. think Harry Potter is just more of, well, yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the chosen one trope. So, yeah. Harry, I think Harry Potter... Ha- definitely has less politics. Oh, yeah. Star Wars is political, and it's fantastic. But... Count Dooku is the most free market trade guy well, I've ever in, seen. in Harry Potter, the further... Like, starting with book five, it starts to get very political. That's fair. Um, Star Wars <laughs> starts out political. It's all politics. Yeah. But, um... Guess what? We're at another dunk, so we have to pause it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk more about the politics of Star Wars here in a second. And Harry Potter. And Harry Potter. And other fandoms. And underrated fandoms. And all that. All of the above. Yes. Here. Next after this commercial break. Oh, stop it. And we're back after two rounds of the Dunks drive-thru. Uh, we had we had free things, so we went to two different Dunks to get two different free things. <laughs> um, so, yes. We we're talking about fandoms and how things are what what we're going about the politics of oh the politics of star wars and and harry potter Potter. no i love the politics in star wars because it's basically like in the first three it's the trade federation and you know palpatine's on top also known as sagas but uh you know, he's on top in both places, and he's got the, the separatists in the in the, the Senate, and they're all talking about trade routes and the Senate being too overpowering. You know, Dooku is the only Sith I really like. Um, I mean, you think Darth Vader's cool, you think the Emperor's cool, you think Darth Maul is cool, but you don't really like him. They don't necessarily... support but Dooku Dooku I like Dooku I think is is a lot more you know Dooku only went Sith because he questioned a couple of things not because he was evil I mean the the Sith changed him yeah well and then in Harry Potter you have the 
Ministry of Magic, and that's basically their politics system. Um, and it's basically how, like, England governs with, like, Prime Minister and all of that, because it is still set in London. Well, not London, England, but, um, Ministry of Magic not in London? Actually, I think it is. It is. It, Ministry of Magic is in London. Um, but Harry Potter itself is set but in England. The, but Hogwarts is in England, yeah. It's... And in Scotland. Um... Because, I mean, they, they take that route or that railroad in Scotland to get there. So, it's set in England. But it's still, like... Um... So, it's set in England. But, um... J.K. Rowling based like the castle, the um, the Hogwarts train, and all of that. She based all of that off of Scotland. Okay. Um, and locations and stuff that you see in the movie are in Scotland. Most of them are um, because <laughs> I am pretty sure she grew up in Scotland. Um. And then moved to England. Um, but she apparently was very influenced by the Scotland environment and architecture and whatnot that she used the locations and whatnot for the books and stuff. So. Nice. Um, but yeah, the Ministry of Magic is in London because um, they Harry and Hermione and Ron, they actually go... Well, actually, Harry went to um, the Ministry of Magic. He went in book five, actually, because he performed a spell outside of school while he was underage. Um, so that's cause for expulsion, but he was using it as a defense at that point, so... Obviously, they didn't expel them from school because there are two more books. <laughs> yeah. And, and three more they, movies. They needed them. <laughs> um, but yeah. I think, like, the more the more you think about it, like, Star Wars and Harry Potter are very much alike. Um, I think the one difference is that in... Everybody knows who the Chosen One is in Harry Potter, but your casual casual watcher doesn't know? Um, a lot of people think that Neville was, should have been the chosen one. Really? Yeah, based well, off of that. Uh, and, well, who's the chosen one in Star Wars? Well, is that Anakin? Is it Luke? Is it Leia? Well, that's a question. Who is it? Because they explicitly say it in the movie, but nobody, in, in a movie, but nobody, like, people always think it's someone else. Anakin is always and has always been the chosen one. But a lot of people think it's Luke. Mm, I would have guessed Leia before Luke. Mostly because of the book. See, that's the thing, well, though. Okay, the she's, book, she's the heir, though. Okay, but that's the thing. But the book isn't technically canon anymore. I know. So if you go just off the movies... We'll talk about the books here in a second. But if you go just off the movies, a lot of people, a lot of people think it's Luke. Um, it's not. It is Anakin... So, you know, Return of the Jedi means return. Yeah. Anakin's return to being a Jedi instead of being a Sith. Anyway, so it's just in the in the Harry Potter, it's just Harry Potter. It's not named Anakin Skywalker. It's named Harry Potter. You know? So people know who the Chosen One is clearly. Well, the movie follows the same storyline instead of first three happening beforehand and then the next three happening afterwards. It's still really cool with Harry Potter though because it does come full circle because I don't know if you know this but Harry's wand and Voldemort's wand are brother wands. Yes I did know that. And so maybe you told me maybe I heard it in the movie I don't know. They were essentially like destined to have this epic battle in the end 
So, Supernatural. <laughs> yes, we're currently watching uh, Supernatural right now. Um, you for the first time, me for the second. But they were essentially destined to fight. Um, and I don't know how it is for like Anakin and how he became the chosen one. Was it just the fact that he was really connected with the Force, or yes. was it some other? That, that was simply it. If I tell you, if I tell you the real thing, like the real word, you're gonna be like, "Well, this is stupid." Well, according to Qui Gon Jinn, the boy has too many midichlorians, mm. which is the cell or the part of the cell that holds the Force or something. Anyway, a lot of people think this is a really stupid part. It's a, it is a really stupid part, but it happened. What is one going to do? I mean, yeah, but I think that's also where they differ because Harry Potter, he was the chosen one. And um, don't mind us, we're eating our dunks now. Um yeah. But like a reason Voldemort why. was going to kill his parents. And Anakin doesn't really have a cool story like that. I mean, <clears throat> his mom was killed by Tuskins. Well, that's also true. Luke has a better story. They both, yeah. Mom dies in childbirth. Dad becomes secondhand a ruler of the empire. You know, weird uncle brings brings him to his home planet with his aunt and uncle. Grows up moisture farming, and then his aunt and uncle die. See, I kind of hate how they focus a lot. And then Ben on- dies. Well, and then Yoda dies, and then... I hate how they, like, focus so much on Luke that Leia's story gets lost. Because they don't really talk about her and, like, her upbringing and whatnot. Like, yeah, you know, if she's a princess, but, like... What happened in those 20, 25 years? Did she ever question who her parents were? Like, was she ever told? Like, obviously she wasn't told, but, like, what happened to her? <laughs> They just, like, kept her out of the story for how long? But, yeah. I think the one thing about Harry Potter that I appreciate is that, well, there's a lot of things that I appreciate, but they include sports. They have quit it. And Star Wars, they don't really... Pod racing. Huh? Pod racing. Don't they usually do that for money, though? Yeah. This is like organized like school sports or like international sports. It is. <laughs> the Tatooine pod races. Don't mind. If you can hear the dog, the dog's barking. Yeah, but anybody could do that. Not Will. So Bobo will get you. Um, All right. Well, in Star Wars versus Harry Potter, I think we've talked about our fandoms enough. I think we need to talk about the underrated fandoms, talk about what fandoms are stupid, what fandoms are not. All right. What would you say overall, in general, is the most overrated fandom? Overrated fandom? Yes. Maybe one that you're part of. One that you just hear about and you're like, yeah, this is weird. Could it be like TV show and stuff mm-hmm. too? Um, <laughs> I'm probably gonna get hit. No, the most overrated, I think, would be like Friends. I almost, I almost said The Office, but like, 
I can appreciate the the comedy of The Office, even though like it's incredibly dry, and I hate that kind of style of like I hate this not, not hate, but like the sitcom dry style of TV show. That's just not my thing, and I can't really like vibe with it. So I just I just said vibe with it. Um, so I'm gonna go with Friends. Simply because I just don't get it. Fair enough. Like, I feel like New Girl is a better Friends, in my in my opinion, because one, it's funnier, and two, it's not super dry. Fair. All right, I can I can get on board with Friends. I want to say one that's going to get me controversy. Um, Not only just in general, but also in this car. The most overrated fandom of all time is... Don't say Harry Potter. Twilight. Overrated? Extremely overrated. Why? I base it off of what what I buy a t-shirt. What makes it overrated, though? It's lovey-dovey, and then also... Ew... <clears throat> the stories are okay, but I'll tell you what. You can't tell if me teenage, that you, you didn't really like the movie. If teenage girls, if girls in general walked out of the movie theater with Team Jacob and Team Edward stuck in their head, had no idea what they were looking at, and they should have been on Team Carlisle. No, it's funny because there are people who are like my age, grew up with Twilight, and they're like, oh, Team Jacob or Team Edward or whatever. And then in the TikTok, they, they're they like, Charlie. <laughs> and it's funny because it's true. Like, yeah, Carlisle. Edward, and, Edward is gross looking. I've always thought whatever his face, Robert Pattinson is gross. Anyway. He has, like, a constipated face. Mm-hmm. He's gross looking. I don't like him. But I was a Twihard fan back in my middle school days. That's, a, that's what they're called. That's what they're called. Um, but, uh, yeah. I still thoroughly enjoy the fandom. I can agree that it is a little overrated, but I also will say that Stephanie Meyer did, like, break through on a, like, whole new genre Mm -hmm. for YA fantasy books. Yeah, it started a lot. I'll give that to her. But that is my most overrated thing. All right. Underrated. Most underrated? Most underrated fandom. You get to go first. <laughs> I get to go first? Well, I got an easy one. What? Once Upon a Time. Ah. Uh, Once Upon a Time is a phenomenal... Well, the first six seasons are phenomenal. The seventh one is meh. But the first six seasons are, are just really well done. I mean, it's 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 an ABC show. It's a little cheesy um, on like the effects and things like that. But it's a phenomenal show. The, the love interest of... Hook and Emma uh, and Emma, the whole time from they're they're from season two. Mm-hmm. You know, from hating each other to tolerating each other to loving each other, it's just phenomenal. Um, Neil got the short end of the stick. I liked him. So did Robin and Regina. She was the main character yeah. the entire time. Yeah, Regina was like, the main character. <clears throat> Yeah. Seeing her go from absolutely evil to one of the good guys was was it a redemption story. It was redemption. It was love. It was it was heartbreak. Rumpelstiltskin got the story end of the deal. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um. I think for my, like, the what I think is the most underrated, I think I'm going to go with Indiana Jones. Because I feel like people just don't appreciate what it is. Um, and I feel like... <clears throat> so I work in a nursing home, and there is a guy who 
likes to collect films. There's always one. <laughs> um, but this guy had, like, all the Jaws, all the... Um, he had some James Bonds, and he had all the Indiana Jones. And so I would, like, go to his room, and we'd talk about Indiana Jones. <laughs> and <laughs> it's he's like, you know, you're, like, the first person that even knows what it is. And I'm like... It's really sad because it's so good. And I don't know. Like I don't I don't think there is a bad Indiana Jones. Like the new one with Shia LaBeouf was pretty decent. It wasn't bad. It that was, was that was probably as good as like National Treasure. Oh, that's another underrated fandom. And the Mummy. The Mummy. Mummy is good too. Oh. But I, my like my dad loves the Mummy. Yeah. So yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh. National Treasure is another good one. That's not... I, I don't know. Like, what would make it a fandom? Does it have to be, like, more than three? No, if it just... if it, I would say any series has a fandom. And any cult classic movie has a fandom. Like, mm-hmm. Mel Brooks movies in general would be a fandom. Yeah. But yeah, National Treasure is also a good underrated... Tis. Fandom. Like... I don't know. <laughs> it's like those memes, like... Oh, what are you going to do today? Oh, I'm just going to steal the Declaration of Independence, you know? Yeah. And <laughs> the lost city of gold. <laughs> it's good. Stop drinking my drink. I you got your own. Yeah. You've had multiple sips of mine. Well, yeah, but I said that that was my second one. It was barely a sip. But yeah. Excuse the infighting. <laughs> All right. Um, cool, so we've talked about underrated, overrated. Um, oh, one thing we got to throw out there, read the Star Wars books. The Expanded Universe, the Expanded Universe is phenomenal. I've read, yeah. I've read five books in like three weeks. <laughs> Which that's the most I've ever read in a year. Super proud of you for that. But um, that's what I was talking about earlier with uh, Leia yeah. and her being the, the heir. Um... This is a spoiler for the book if you ever Oh, we'll have to, a whole spoiler alert in the front. If you choose to uh, read it. But it's it basically, like the entire time, at least for me, I thought that Luke was going to be the heir. and well, The book that, is called Heir to the Empire. And it has a big picture of uh, Thrawn in the background and Luke in the foreground. And you think it's Luke the whole time because of just how it is. But it's not. Mm-hmm. And that threw me through a loop because I'm like, oh, because I feel like the entire time throughout the Star Wars films, Leia gets like shafted. Yeah, because I hope they heard that. <laughs> because she could, she could have became a Jedi mouth. too, and for all we know, she did. Okay, so in, in, like, in the ninth movie. Nobody said anything. In the ninth movie, it's obvious that they're alluding to Leia being a Jedi. And that she went through the training. Or at least having Jedi training. And that bothers me because her and Luke were twins. So they obviously, well not obviously, if some sick weirdo were to be like, only one twin got powers and the other one didn't. Um, but... She was just, like, overshadowed the entire time by Luke. Even up until, spoiler, he dies. Up until Luke dies. It's still all about Luke. And Leia is just there, like, I I did all the same stuff. I have the same potential. Like, I, I don't know. She just <laughs> excluded her a lot. So I'm kind of glad that she kind of got, like, she's getting a lot more attention in the books. Than she did in the movies. I also like that you can see her and Han's relationship. Yes. Because in because in the movies, it's very... in episode 7, they just made Han a deadbeat dad. That gave up on Leia. That gave up on Ben. That, it sucked. Anyway. But I very much enjoy the... Um... The books and the fact that 
like, we finally get to see what happened after. Because, you know, even canon books say that, you know, the war didn't end at Endor. Mm. So, what happened after? You know, you have Alphabet Squadron that goes into a little bit of what happened. You have Aftermath, which is literally meant for that Aftermath. It reminds Um, me of um, Game of Thrones, where in the end... Sorry if this is another spoiler. Um, where... Um, another overrated li- fan series. Yeah. We love it, but still overrated. It is very overrated. Um, but in the end where they're like, well, what's what's west of Westeros? And Arya's like, well, I'm gonna find out. And then they never find out. <laughs> they should do, like, a spinoff on her. She was a really interesting character. Mm-hmm. But I also haven't read the book, so I don't know how much detail they go into, like, all of that. But, um, I know we also wanted to talk about Disney, because... Oh, before we go to Disney, though. Huh? Alex has not seen The Mandalorian, so any of the points that can be rebuted or, or, or rebuked or refuted with points from The Mandalorian, I didn't bring up anything that Alex said that doesn't jive with the Mandalorian. I didn't bring up. So anything of the of the sort of the sort because we're just don't be about, like, like the original. Yeah, well, the Mandalorian is also going to be canonized. Right, but we were talking about like just just Star Wars as it as like the series. Cuz okay. the Mandalorian is essentially a spin-off of Star Wars. I mean, I guess. So we were simply just talking about Star Wars. We're also talking about non-canonized books. Okay. <laughs> TV shows count. Also, Clone Wars and Rebels, I have not seen either. I've started both. I have not seen either all the way through, so... Hmm. Clone Wars and Rebels also do not count. Disney. Disney. Uh, you know, I think Disney's gonna, like, own the world at one point. Yeah. <laughs> They're headed in that direction. They own a lot of stuff. Uh, oh, excuse me. So, that's how we'll go. Disney, we'll go with this favorite Disney movie. Go. Oof, favorite Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, golly. Um, I love, I love Hercules, but I also love, um, the films. That were, like, in that in-between Disney phase. Uh, So, like, Atlantis, Treasure Planet, and I'm pretty sure Hunchback of Notre Dame were in that as well. There was, like, this whole... There was, like, a... I think it was, like, a three- to six-year time period where Disney uh, moved its studios. And so it had, like, a different... um, head person different creators and whatnot and so that's where like atlantis and treasure planet and a couple others came from because if you notice the style of animation is completely different than your typical disney animation Mm -hmm. and so that came from like that three to six year time period where they weren't under the same branch, I guess. I don't, I don't know exactly what happened, but I do know that they had, um, like, different creators and stuff. What are you doing? I'm just cooling down. Oh. Um, so I really enjoy films from that era because they're different. And, yeah. uh... I love Atlantis. Such a good movie. Uh, that's another underrated one. Yeah. Um, I'd say my favorite Disney movie is Jungle Book. I just grew up with it and loved it. It's one of my least favorite, I think. I just grew up with it and loved it so much. My favorite... No no reasoning, just love it. Hmm. But it, I have to go favorite song, which leads me to to say my favorite song is Bare Necessities. Because See? 
because I grew up with it. I literally, I just love it because I grew up with it. Yeah. I also love Mulan and Pocahontas. Oh, you know what, you know another movie, my second favorite probably? Uh-huh. Tangled. Tangled. That's a good one. Tangled was really good. Um, probably the best new one. My favorite song is probably Be Prepared from The Lion King. It's totally fair. It's a very... Like, us adults would understand why it's kind of inappropriate. Yeah. But children don't understand the... uh, It's a little Hitlerian. Hitler references. (laughs) And if you've watched the original scene from the movie, it's... uh, There's a lot of... Hitlerian. Hitler, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um... (laughs) But, um, honestly, I think that's, that's what makes the movie, because yeah. that's the direction it was going, and that's where that character was going, and I don't know, the song is really catchy. Um, I know every <laughs> I know every word to, like, almost every Disney song. Um, Alright. But, yeah. I think my favorite princess oh. is Pocahontas. My least favorite is probably Snow White because she doesn't do anything. I like Pocahontas too. My favorite Disney princess is Leia, though. Animated. Leia. Peter. We're we're done talking about Star Wars. Pocahontas. I related to her. You know, I low key hate it. When people are like, my favorite princess is Leia. Because it's like, they didn't even make Star Wars a part of the Disney franchise until, like, later. Okay, my favorite princess is Padme. Stop. She's a queen. Slay. Anyway. No, Pocahontas. Um, most overrated Disney movie. Wait, ready, 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 ready? Three, two, one, Frozen. Frozen. Frozen Frozen is just, it's boring, it's... That's it. It's boring, it's not a good movie. Okay, well, the first time, the first couple of times I watched it, I was like, okay, this is a really decent movie. Decent. But the more that people, like, franchised it, the more that people, like, obsessed over it, I was like, okay, I don't get it. I don't get why people are super obsessed with this sh- this movie. And then they made a second one, which was pretty decent because it went into more depth on like the parents, mm-hmm. and you kind of got some closure with that. But it was also still like, oh, Elsa's too whiny, Anna's too childish, and I think. Olaf kind of makes the whole movie. <laughs> it's true. Um, it's true. Because no one quotes Elsa or Anna. Everybody quotes Olaf because he's funny. Um, Anna says, do you want to build a snowman? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Frozen's most overrated. Most underrated. Hunchback of Notre Dame. Deal. I feel like nobody knows about that movie. Nobody's really seen that movie. Unless you're like an OG like Disney person or like... someone our age that grew up with those films um it is a pretty dark disney movie with frollo um and danny devito the church yeah um but it is a very very underrated film and it's actually a book I'm pretty sure it's also written yeah. by Victor Hugo, who also oh, really? writes Les Mis. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure. Right. <clears throat> it would make sense, though, because... Well, you said it was Victor Hugo, so... Yeah. I quoted you on it. Um, I would say... I, w- I would agree with Alex. I think Hunter, uh, Notre Dame is, is very underrated. But I also think Hercules is very underrated, too. And I, lo- I love the movie. I love Hercules. I love Hades. He's my favorite villain. Hades he's, is a great villain. Because he's hilarious and just pretty cool. 
The mythology is all wrong. <laughs> yes, mythology is bad. But then again, I love the Ten Commandments and they said it in the wrong year. They said it in 1250 when it needed to be set in 1446. So, BC. BC. Well, to be fair. Not BCE. That BC. they messed up. Yes. There's like one date. With Greek mythology, well, there's... That also, that also meant that it was the wrong pharaoh, and with the wrong pharaoh mm-hmm. became the wrong names, and with the wrong names became... They also so. did that in Prince of Egypt, too. They had the wrong pharaoh. Yeah, they had Ramses. But, um, with Greek mythology, there's lots of different stories and lore on which gods did what, and who had babies with who, and yeah. they just kind of... I don't know if they did their research properly or they just went with the major gods because they didn't really think anybody else would know who these other gods were. So they went with with big name gods. Um, So yeah, that's definitely an underrated... I think it's underrated. Um, The music in Hercules is super underrated. Mm -hmm. The music is amazing because it's gospel music. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Um... But all right, I think I think we're good with Disney. Unless you had something else to add. No. I think we're good with Disney. Yeah. So, last question: Your favorite spoof of any Disney movie, any any fandom, like vampires suck or? Why'd you say that? That's my favorite spoof. <laughs> Because <clears throat> simply because like the Twilight the first at least two Twilight movies were less than average, let's just say that. Um, and so people already made fun of them. They were not the greatest, but the fact that they made a whole film about making fun of the two films that people already stop that people already make fun of was a it was hilarious. It was. But the third and the last two, they they they're, did they're okay. they kind of redeemed it. They're don't don't act like you didn't like them. All right. Um. Can you, you know, you know my favorite spoof? Spaceballs? Yes. Spaceballs is my favorite spoof. It spoofs Star Wars really, really well, and even spoofs a little bit of Star Trek. There are some Star Trek matches in there. Mm-hmm. You know, when he's going up. I don't remember. He's going up to the guard, and he just, he goes. He's like, what are you oh. doing? He's like, the Vulcan neck pinch. <laughs> He was like, nah, nah. But you, you know, you got it. You got it way up here. It's got to be way. It's got to be down to where the neck meets the uh, shoulder meets the neck. Would you now know what it is? Yeah, basically. I've seen I've seen Star Trek for the first time. The the new. Uh, yes, the new we watched films. the new trilogy. The new trilogy, yeah. And then we bought the uh, the original ones, and we haven't watched them yet because we're not idiots. Um, <laughs> because Gee. we're not we're not don't have time for that right now. We're painting a cabinet today. Um, anyway, so yeah, I think that's my favorite spoof. So yeah, we've talked about everything we need to talk about right now, right? What's your, your favorite, like, obscure film? Like, the one film that you could, like, just keep watching over and over? Obscure film or watch over and over? Both. Both? Over and over? (laughs) Um... Probably Blazing Saddles. <laughs> That's also pretty obscure. <laughs> it's not obscure. Mel Brooks. Everybody knows Mel Brooks. Um, yeah, I'd go with Blazing Saddles with that one. With obscure movies, probably a million ways to die in the West. Even which though Liam are Neeson's not the in same. It, which Liam Neeson, Seth MacFarlane, Charlize Theron, Sarah Silverman. Yeah. Alan Jackson sings the song. Like, you think it would be a well-known movie, but most people don't never seen it and don't hear, haven't heard about it or have and never saw it. And... Fair enough. 
Um, film that I could watch over and over and over. Could you guess? Indiana Jones? No. Shrek. Sure. Oh, yeah. I love Shrek. I can quote Shrek for days. Actually, fun fact, my final, pro- final project um, for my Spanish class my senior year mm-hmm. was we our, uh, my teacher, he each gave us scenes from Shrek that we had to recite in Spanish to him at the end of the year. So I had to memorize the scene where they're talking about onions aren't layers. <laughs> or onions have layers. Hookers <laughs> are not like cake. <laughs> yeah. Parfaits. <laughs> um, obscure film? I don't know if I really watch any obscure films. I watch some pretty basic films. Um, obscure. Dinotopia. Oh, yes. I would go with Dinotopia. I don't know if anybody really knows. I had never heard about it before you. Um, it's an amazing, Epic. like. Four hours long. It, yeah. It, no, I think it was more than that, wasn't it? I don't remember. I just remember it being it, like it's a, It's a little, it's a bit over four hours, because I think each disc is a little bit over two. Um... <laughs> Which I failed to mention to Peter before we uh, started watching it. <laughs> yeah, she put the first disc in and it ended, and I was like, that was pretty good. And you're like, there's another disc. <laughs> it continues. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Dinotopia. That's also super underrated. Yeah. It was pretty good. Oh, man. I love that, that film. So, mm-hmm. I think in the long run, we have three basic things we have to talk about. One, read the Star Wars books. Start with Heir to the Empire by Timothy Zahn and read that trilogy first. It's incredible. Then move on to the canon books. Or mm-hmm. continue reading some Legends books, but I'd move on to canon books. Read Thrawn, Thrawn Alliances, Thrawn Treason. And then the newest book, Thrawn Ascendancy, Chaos Rising. Just Thrawn read Ascendancy. All of them. Yeah. Uh, greater good. Also, I think the third one's going to be called Lesser Evil. You heard it here first? Yeah. Um, so, right then and there, you've now learned all the all the books you need to read. Mm. Read anything and everything Thrawn. Read the uh, Spectre of the Past, Visit of the Future, the Hannah Thrawn tri- series. Oh, FedEx. Hiya, FedEx. Oh. Oh. Are they turning around? Yep, because he came down the wrong place. We get that a lot. We're, we've been sitting in our carport the whole time, and, um... Oh, no, he's backing up slowly. He, that's kind of smart, although it does loop around. Uh, we live in a very, um, unknown place. Yeah, it's county county land in the middle of the city. Um, not in the middle of the city, but... Oh, yeah, but, like, in the middle of the city. In the city, yeah. yeah. Um, and our driveway is... Uh, it connects to a main route, highway yeah. route, um, and you have to go down a hill, but it's smushed between a drive-in restaurant thing and a like auto garage, and it's a very very narrow and um, unpaved road. So people often come down here not knowing what it is and then see houses and then they're like, oh, and you have to like go around the whole loop to exit because it's very narrow. Correct. But yes. So, um, so. yeah, read Star Wars books, watch some underrated films that we have, uh, watch Donatopia. listed in this podcast. Watch Blazing Saddles, um, language and suggestive themes very in blazing saddles just so you know so you're, or, um and n words in and, the movie and i was so gonna you know. say it's a bit racist but it's phenomenal it's funny it, it's racist in the sense that they are explaining what happened back in those days which was racism and people being racist so it was yeah. true to its time unfortunate but true to its time yes 
So watch that. Watch Dinotopia. And read the Star Wars books. Read Harry Potter while you're at it before you watch it if you can. Read Harry Potter, Peter. I'm reading yeah, Star Wars books first. I'll read Harry Potter. I was Potter. actually going to ask you this morning. I was in the They're shower. They're on Libby. What? They're on Libby. Harry Potter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 27 hours long. For all of them? No, the first one's like seven. Yeah, the first one's really short. Um, but um, I was literally, I was thinking in the shower, I was like, I wonder what he's going to read once he's finished with his uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. I don't know. Harry Potter. That's what out. you should do. Maybe I'll read the book, Thief. You should read Harry Potter, and I'll read it with you, because I need to reread them. Okay. Okay, we'll do that. Fun facts. Do you have any fun facts? Fun facts. About fandoms. About fandoms? You want a fun fact? Hmm. Fun fact. The reason Luke Skywalker looks different in episode one, in episode four, and episode five is because he was in a major car accident where he had to get a skin graft on his face. Wow. It was not major news because it, it he got in a car accident about three months before episode four came out. And he was healed by the time it happened. Mm. By the time the movie uh, came out. Fun fact. Mark Hamill. Fun fact. I hear there's going to be another Indiana Jones movie coming out either this year or next year. With Harrison Ford. Because, you know, he's the only Indiana Jones. Also, speaking of Mummy... Universal did us dirty when they had freaking, what's his name? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah. No. Brendan Fraser, please. <laughs> Brendan Fraser is the only one that can play in those films. The mummy guy. The, in those films. I can't remember his name. Um, yeah. I would agree to that. Sebastian Stan should be the new Luke Skywalker. Mm. That would be fun. Oh, you know what they're saying? People are saying that um, Adam Driver, because they want to do like a a Snape spinoff film, and they're saying that Adam Driver should play like young Snape. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. (laughs) Mostly people think, mostly girls think that he should because he's attractive. And I'm like, yes, but no. He's got a weird face. (laughs) He's got a weird body shape. He's a weird looking guy. But uh, (laughs) no, Adam Driver's cool. Yeah. He's, he's a Marine. Really? Yeah. Oh. He was the only interesting character in the entire last three movies. Kylo Ren is the best character of those three movies, and it, it literally was Darth... And then, and then... I do agree. Like, I was looking forward to scenes um, with Kylo Ren because... Um, he's interesting. He is. And what's her face? Daisy Ridley. Who did she play? What was her name? Ray. Ray. She Ray was, Palpatine. She was, she was kind of dull. Mm-hmm. She was a very, like, flat character. Sorry, they, in English class you call it static. Oh. Static and dynamic. Yeah, Adam Driver played a really great Kylo Ren. Yep. Oh, keep your eyes on the clock. Keep your eyes on the clock. Excuse me. Okay. Well. Oh, there goes your fun facts. And we have talked for a long time now. So, yeah. I mean, we could probably keep talking, but. We probably could, but we should probably end it there. (laughs) Because Peter's gassing me out of the car. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening, and we're back, and we'll see you again next week on Wednesday with the Along for the Ride podcast, featuring, or starring Peter and Alex, featuring random random crap. Okay, bye, y'all.